Hello and welcome to the HP Source podcast, where Halla and Priscilla huddle and hack to solve life's everyday problems. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, Hi Halla. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Welcome to our um, episode for today and this week's topic is um, all about goal setting. Goal setting. One of yeah. my favourite subjects. Big topic. <laughs> I think we've taken on quite a big um, topic here, but we could break it down over the next few weeks as well, yeah, depending yeah. on the um, other items we've talked about. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to huddle about goal setting mm-hmm. and what it means. So what, it, what does goal setting mean to you personally, Priscilla? Um, I think goal setting to me means becoming really clear on what my aim is mm-hmm. and what it is I want to achieve and then clearing a path so I could then plan how to get to that ultimate goal. Um, Having some some sort of plans in place. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think the first step with a, a good goal is to really get clear on yeah. what you want to achieve, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we hear so many times of people saying, oh, I want to have um, a really successful business and a six-figure salary and go and, you know do really well um but then that's not really clear does that mean you're gonna work for a company you're gonna set up your own business you're gonna like you said earlier play the lottery when we were discussing this the other day um so i think it's really important to get clear on what that goal looks like once it's been achieved yeah that's a good way of visualizing that exactly so that you know when you're there and you know when you fulfilled that goal and when you can create a new one and how, you know, how, how will you, how, actually, how will you know when you've reached that goal? Mm. There must be something that kicks in. How will you feel once you get there? Yeah. And, um, um, I think that, well, there's a really good tool in positive psychology called uh, the Be Your Best Self. Yeah. And um, it's an intervention you can do where you write down how uh, you imagine that you've woken up one morning and all your goals have been achieved and you write a really clear account of what it feels like what it looks like Mm -hmm. um, to be waking up that morning once you've achieved your goals and this is an exercise that's really good to help you really visualize that end result you know Um, will it involve engaging all of your senses, if you like to. Yeah, so like the more measure? you can engage, the mm-hmm. better. So, and also in doing this exercise, it can really help to clarify other areas. You might think, um, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that I actually wanted to live abroad because I, on the day I've achieved mm. all my goals, I've woken up in a hot country, um, you know, and mm. you'd think that's something I might need to consider when okay, I do my yeah. goals, that eventually I might want to move with my family abroad. Yeah. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe you realise that actually on the day you wake up, mm-hmm. when everything's been achieved, it's yeah. a simple day. And you didn't need all these other things that you thought would bring you happiness. Yeah, yeah that's um, a good... And it kind of sometimes when it does get to that point, it does spill over positively into other areas. Because once you've achieved this particular goal for instance that you have set in your mind it could actually then make other areas in your life become a lot you know easier more streamlined I'm going to use it again yeah, so yeah it like is cascade yeah of, it does has a yeah it has a, a positive cascading effect so I like I like what you said about clearing a path and um 
that's that's quite intrigued me. So tell me some more about clearing a path. Um, I, well, what I meant by that is um, once you get clear on your goal, mm. then you can start to understand what this path is going to look like towards that goal, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess that's where you'd have to consider things like your time constraints. Yep. Mm. Is this a really long-term goal that's going to take me five to ten years? Mm. Is this a goal that's I can do within a year? Mm-hmm. Um, and so once you get clear on the goal and then you can clarify that path, you can you can say, okay, so I ha- I'm going to give myself a year to do this. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a year, then... You obviously have to work within exactly the time. your means, mm. um, and so by clearing that path is really by understanding how much time have I got to work mm. on this? Yeah. How much time can I put aside? Because well, there's always other things going on in our lives, and mm. we have to juggle always, don't yeah, we? So yeah. whatever that goal is, whether it is to set up a business or to lose, um, I don't know, ten pounds or to mm. um, run the marathon. Mm-hmm there's other things in your life that you would have to consider yeah, unless yeah. you're an island, right? Yeah, it's true. I mean, there's no point. Um, this is what I always say. Um, whenever I'm walking towards, for instance, on the days I'm picking up the kids from school, whenever mm-hmm. I'm walking towards school, if someone rings me, my, or rings my phone about three, just before school pickup, mm-hmm. without even looking, I just think, well, this is not a parent who's ringing me right now mm-hmm. because... You know, at that time, if you are the parent who's picking up from school, you are definitely not, you know, ringing someone else, unless to tell them, oh, can you pick up someone for me? Mm. So it's it's that, it's the constraints, you know, it's the time within which you have um, to actually get some, some um, you know... Um, work done. That work, work done, yeah, <clears throat> before, before you have to then put mm-hmm. on another hat. Mm-hmm. And um, talking... Talking about time constraints, I always remember when I was studying, I was always the kind of person who was kind of a last-minute crammer, mm-hmm. although not mm-hmm. proud of it. But um, before, you know, life kind of took a, a slightly different um, step towards being a parent and mm-hmm. working now full-time. Um, we used to think we were busy, do you remember? Oh, yeah. We used to think we were busy before the kids and really yeah. life was stressful. Yeah. And we were really busy and where can we find the time? And somehow you really do just um, adjust. Mm-hmm. You adjust and you sort of, you know, you, you move, you move your, your um, tasks around mm-hmm. and instead of trying to, like, manage time, you manage your tasks within. That I like that, managing yeah. the tasks, yeah, because... Yeah, I remember it was you that said to me once, actually, and I thought, that's a really good point. You can't manage your time, yeah. but you can manage your tasks yes. and what you do within that time, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and you mentioned something that was interesting there, and it made me think of something else. Mm-hmm. You said when you were younger, you used to do things a certain way, and it mm-hmm. made me think that maybe personality really has... Yeah. Um, an impact on how you go around your goals, right? Yeah, that's actually a, a, one of the... When I was going to um, finish asking you about what it means to you and what clearing your path is, I I was going to mention personality traits mm. because during the last maybe two or three months when I've been trying to really set my goals and look at where I have maybe fallen off the wagon before when I've set some goals and haven't really follow through with them 
And then I went and did a personality test, an mm-hmm. online one of those personality tests. Although I don't, you know, take it 100% as gospel, but I find that I identify certain traits and actually agreeing with them because sometimes you might get a result from these personality tests that you think, that's not me. Mm. But when I found some things that really rang true with me mm. to the point that it was almost like an epiphany, and then they go on to show you um, or to suggest ways of what, first of all, they talk about your strengths and weaknesses in certain areas, in, mm. in work settings, in family settings, and so on. But also there's lots of advice out there on how to set goals based on your personalities. Mm. And I remember we also spoke about this before and you were talking about setting goals based on your values. Yeah. So, yeah, can you can yeah. you expand on that? Because I remember it was um, an interesting... I do, yeah, uh, so the values, I look at values basically as um, a compass. Mm. So by identifying your values, you are identifying the beliefs mm. um, that you hold and the things that are important to you. Mm. By knowing what those are... Um, for example, some some of your values might be um, spending quality time with your family, you know, and um, um, being authentic in that you won't dilute your personality yeah. or yourself to fit into anything or get yeah. ahead. Mm. Um, another value might be health, always having time to really work on your health and go to the gym or exercise or eat well. Mm-hmm. Um and there's an endless array of values. Um, so when you've identified those, mm. they do kind of tie in with your personality because yeah, you know they're part of who you are, right? Mm. But identifying them really helps you for when you get to certain moments in your life when you think, should I say yes to this, this career move here? Mm. I've been offered this job and it means I'm going to have to spend... X amount more time in the office or I'm going to have to travel more. Mm-hmm. And in situations like that, when you think, should I take it or not? If you know what your values are, yeah. and maybe one of your values is success, you know, mm. then you'd be like, yeah, this is, this is a great opportunity. I'm mm. going to do it. Or you might look back and think, actually, this doesn't, this, this contradicts my values of being there for my family and spending mm-hmm. more time at home with the children. So maybe in the long run, this isn't the best choice. Yeah, yeah. So identifying your values is really helpful. I think it sounds like it's almost one crucial part of I, really for me, a goal becoming I a th- successful. Yeah, yeah, I think it really helps because then I know that the goals I'm setting, mm. if they fit in with that, I'm not going to have this sort of contradiction in me. Yeah. It, there's not going to be like a clash. Yeah. yeah, you're not wrestling with the decisions that you have exactly. to make on the spot as well. And then when mm. I get stuck, my values, like my compass, can mm. set me back on the right path. Yeah. This is what I need to do. This is what I need to focus on. Yeah. Um, and I also think it's important to mention at this point, our values change and that's okay. Yeah. Right. The yeah. values I had when I was 17, 18, 20 are so different to the ones I have now. You're not far off that now. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> um, and also, there's things that happen to us that change our values. For example, yeah. 
um, perhaps we've been in a difficult relationship with someone yeah, yeah. Um, or where that person might have been controlling say. Yes, yeah. or maybe now because of that I'd value independence yeah. and freedom yeah. um, you know or if you've been through uh, an illness or something you might yeah. value your health, your health more than more. you used That's to right. yeah. so it's okay for your values to change and I think it's it's a good idea to revisit them every now and then yeah. and yeah. make sure that you're in tune with them yeah Oh, they're, oh, they're still applicable, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I just, just to go back to one of the, a really interesting point you made, which is when you're, setting your, when you're setting your goals and, you know, visiting your values, you made the point about, you know, if, you know, if, you, if your values are, you know, true sort of success and but staying uh, loyal and authentic and loyal to your fellow, you know, workers or friends or you know, whatever group you're, you're moving so, within. Yeah. yeah. So if, if for instance, um, your value, your, your, one of your goals is a promotion, and what you've said is that one of your values is not to really, you know, step over somebody else mm-hmm. to get it. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a really good point. It's quite mm-hmm. crucial because sometimes some people would like to set some goals and it's regardless of who, who they I'm going to be knocking yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. But if your value is not to do that, and I guess also when you working when you work in an environment, and I'm sure that's happening to us now because we've just gone back to sort of office, sort of corporate working within an oh, environment yes. with mm. other adults where you have to. So when you're navigating that new um, environment, yeah, terrain. Yeah, well, it's very good. Um, <laughs> we finish each other's. I like that terrain. Good, um, I'm. I was. I was finding it quite tricky. You know, when you go into the. Um, by the water cooler or by the... Do people still do I photocopiers? Mean, listen, <laughs> you should come see the staff room in my office at the police. Mm. I'd like to think that everyone's so busy doing such a good job of solving their cases, they don't have time. But my first day at work, I took... No, not my first day, my first week. Mm-hmm. I took in mm. um, antibacterial wipes and gloves because I thought... The, the the cat the staff area was so disgusting. So well, the thing is that I wouldn't really a, use the water cooler. Well, <laughs> I bring in a bottle. <laughs> water cooler and the other thing that back in the day, you know, people used to meet by the um by the photocopier. But I don't think they do that anymore. They do people photocopy stuff anymore? Oh, no, we still I don't have think to, so. Because we're so old fashioned. Or the fax we're machine. So, we're so behind, oh my god! Yeah. And the fax machine. But it's it's a different environment that you have to navigate, mm-hmm. um, terrain, I should say, and um, you have to you 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 have to visit your values as well. I found yeah. because one of my you know um, state we just just sort of coming across um, other stuff and so on, and then when people how people talk about their job or how people talk about the company or how people approach they you know what their val- what their values are. It made me think. Oh, okay, maybe you know, we we don't have we don't have much in common. For mm-hmm. instance, so it makes you identify your values even more. It clarifies them even more because if you haven't visited them or thought about them, somebody else's value or comment might make you think. Mm, actually, that's definitely not you on know, my that, list. That is such an excellent point as well. Yeah. Because, you Thank, know, you. Thank you. Especially, <laughs> especially if you work in a in um. If you're not running your own business or working as a sole sole trader or sole Mm. person and you have to work in a group environment with other people Mm. and you might identify people at work and think, God, this person's just really irritating me and I just Mm. don't know why. It could be that they don't 
align with one of your values yes. so and so that's why they grate on you mm. and sometimes identifying that you can go okay i get it yeah it's yeah. you you're not trying you haven't got it um out for me or you're mm. not trying to purposely annoy me you yeah. just don't fit in with one of my values that's true um actually that's that's one of the things that the uh the personalities um you know the um the Myers-Briggs... Um, the Myers-Briggs, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, type indicators. Mm-hmm. So some of the... Because um, I actually had... I did a workshop on that um, a while ago, back in November last mm. year. And it, interestingly, the, the person who was delivering the workshop was saying that when you identify these certain things, and if you do agree with... with and it's an indicator. Mm. And so she was very, very, you know, specific about saying... Please do not take this as, you know, as as yeah. this is you set and it's stone. set mm. yeah set in stone. But if you can relate to some of it and so on, but it makes you understand what other people are like. So if they're the opposite trait to you, for instance, or they tend to be more leaning more towards the opposite trait to what you are, it helps you understand them better and how to communicate and how Definitely. to communicate and how to. Some, sometimes, and it shows you also that if you are having to be the opposite of what your natural personality is, that might drain your energy. Exactly. So that when you do leave work, for instance, and you're having to be the work, you know, on the opposite side of what you are, drains your energy. Mm-hmm. So the indicator that gives you energy and energizes you is more you. But if you have to work in the opposite indicator, it drains your energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Funnily enough, I didn't apply that to work because I didn't really have time. Applies at home. Mm. So I identified why I am sometimes working, you know, in my energy draining personality because I'm the only person who has to tidy things up at home. Otherwise, (laughs) if we were all... In the other, well, then, you know, all four of us will be well, living yeah. in chaos. That's, I think that's a whole other huddling. Yeah, I think that's, that's a topic for another... For huddling, um, yeah. For another um, session. But I think the personality trait, <clears throat> the personality indicators, I will, we'll put some stuff later yeah, on in the can, show notes. Yeah, we can and, give some hacks give, for those. Yeah. Definitely. But, yeah, values, personality, it matters. And the example mm. I was going to give was, for example, if, you're, if you value... Um, uh, sharing, you know, if you value, how can I phrase it, teamwork, for example, yes. or working together yeah. Yeah. for a collective mm-hmm. um, purpose mm. or end goal, then you might really get wound up by people who want to take yes. all the yeah. credit, yeah. you know, and want to work singly. Yeah, so. yeah. And one of the other things you've also mentioned before when we've talked about goal setting was um, accountability. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that could that kind of would that fit in with goal setting because I know you talked about accountability Absolutely. before. Absolutely. Um. So once you set your once you've clarified your goal, mm. then you've cleared your path. Mm-hmm. Um. You've got a rough idea of how long mm. working on this goal is going to take, mm. and you have thought about your values and mm-hmm. if you're going to be true to them, whilst. While you're whilst, whilst you're executing this goal yeah, or working pers- towards pursuing it, or, yeah, exactly yeah. pursuing things, mm. um, then you can. The accountability part is important because, mm. well, it's where you hold yourself accountable. Where mm-hmm. you say, right, 
Am I meeting these milestones? Mm -hmm. Am I actually working towards my goals? Mm. Um, And a good way of doing that is to, is a grow model, for example, for setting out your goals. Mm -hmm. Um, Grow is a really common tool that coaches use. Um, It's like, it's really basic, but really helpful. And it's, it's an acronym. Mm-hmm. So G in the GROW stands for your goal. The goal itself, yeah. So what is your goal? So if you think about um, four quadrants, mm-hmm. you know, and then in the first one you put G, what are my goals? Mm-hmm. And then you look at R, mm-hmm. what's the current reality? What are the things that are going to get in my way? For example, okay. I have a limited amount of hours in the day before I pick up the kids from school or yeah. before I start my night shift or... Or know, I work... Two days a week, yeah. three days a week, yeah. Um, so what are all the things, the realistic things that can get in the way and block you from achieving that goal? Yeah. Um, and uh, it could be money, it could be finance, mm-hmm. whatever. So you list those. Then O is for your options. What, mm-hmm. are, the, what are the options that you do have? Mm-hmm. And in this section, it's really good to go for... Um, quantity not quality yeah so you think okay. you get all those ideas out on paper you know i could approach this person i could put an Do ad out i could brain these, dump of all the yeah exactly yeah and um and then eventually you get to the w mm-hmm. which is when am I get? What am I going to do, and when am I going to do it? Okay. So you look at all that list of options. Mm-hmm. You pick the ones that you're going to do. So that's what you're going to do, and when you're going to do it. And, and that, ones that fit in with the with the time constraints that you exactly. said. Exactly. The reality yes. of what you've identified. Exactly. Okay. And when you get to that when part, that's your accountability, right? Okay. That's okay. where the accountability sits because there you're putting a date, a mm. time. Um, and you I'm the sort of person if mm. I don't have a deadline mm. I will just sit there and procrastinate or mm. get on with other things I have learned about myself so back to personality mm. I work well under pressure yes yeah. um, it 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 pushes all this creativity out of me. Yeah, because um, you you feel I wish like it wasn't were... the case. I yeah, wish I could course, just tap into that when I had all this time. But for some reason, when I'm under pressure, I'm like a diamond baby. Like, that's <laughs> when I shine. <laughs> um, but I've learned that about myself. And so by putting that deadline, mm. that is my accountability. Okay. Yeah, and that's actually a very, a very important point because you, you could have goals, Mm-hmm. And you could have, you know, the, 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 all the planning and clearing of the path and all the steps that you have in place mm-hmm. and all your, um, what you've achieved and everything. And you're noting down all this because sometimes when you get stuck is actually good for me personally when I am doing this clearing of the path and working through certain goals. When I do come to a point where I feel a little bit stuck, mm-hmm. what I do is then I just go back. And look mm-hmm. through what I have done so far, so mm-hmm. I don't feel totally, you know, unaccomplished. Mm-hmm. And then I could move on to something else. So I do revisit what I've done. So I all love this that. was like that's yeah. so good. That's, that's like a way of like keeping a log of all the things you have accounted for. Yeah, and going back there and being like, I've done this. I've, I've done, done this. Yeah. I've done this. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah, and it's nice to revisit them because mm-hmm. it really does give you a a snapshot of everything that you've done so far. It's almost like a, a path, you know, to you know, clearing the path that you, mm. that you were talking about. Mm. But the one thing that I always kind of failed at 
um, is, is, is the deadline, is to give myself a time constraint, you know, mm-hmm. that I work within. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how that has escaped me so far because I know that, it, you know, throughout my, my studying, you know, when I was studying and when I was working initially within, um, um, for when I became first qualified as a pharmacist, I was always working to time constraints, always. Mm-hmm. And now it just seems to, you know, to have escaped me. So without all of that good work, having the time constraints is not is not really gonna, you know, not having them will mm. will really almost cancel out most of the good I work. Mean, yeah, I wouldn't be that. I, I you could say that, but again, you wouldn't be that cruel. <laughs> yeah, I think that. it depends. Um, no, I don't think it's a cool thing to mm. say. I think it's it's a really good observation. And yeah, back in the day when you were studying, and mm. um, I think sometimes we get so fed up from. I know when I was at uni as well, to having all those deadlines and mm. when you go into a work environment where there's deadlines, that when you then set your own goals, you think, I'm going to do this Down my with way. deadlines. Yeah, <laughs> down with deadlines. And for some people it works. To yeah. To have that. Yeah, some yeah, people yeah. work. I love a list. I have lists of my lists. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I love those kinds of, that type of organising. Mm-hmm. But other people might feel better to be more spontaneous and fluid and that's good and Mm. it's fine but I think what is needed is always to know your milestones those goals to the end goal because otherwise you don't know what you're working towards and you you can just be going around in circles yeah yeah I, I think I remember let me just think if I can remember this right while you think there is something that I know you do that I think you should share with our listeners, okay. um, mm. the breakdown of how you break down your goals. I just love how you do it. Well, this is kind of I had to um, I had to really dis- discipline myself because I, as I said to you, I was finding it quite overwhelming to set because my 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 goals, like you call them, what do you call them? Behags, right? Oh, a so a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. Yes. So that's like when you're thinking of what your end goal is. Yes. Mine are... If it doesn't scare you, mm, then it's... It's not big it, enough. It's not big enough. Yeah. You've got to be a bit like, oh my God, this is like world domination thinking yes. in the brain. Do, can yeah. you really go for that? Yeah. So mine mine have been like that because I think you've been on my back to make them uh, big, hairy, audacious. <laughs> um, and then it started to scare me. So I thought, okay, it has to be broken down. So I guess the 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 hack that you are telling me to to share right mm-hmm. now is to um, have my annual goals and have them big, and they don't have to just be annual goals, but I set them annually, mm-hmm. and I look at them and I revisit them, and then I break them down into weekly objectives. So every week, again, because of the time constraints now being at work and having, you know, fewer hours in the week, I then condense my objectives into weekly. Um, a list of weekly and then I go about them daily so then my daily actions so I'll just say that again so I have my annual goals and then I break them down into weekly objectives and then I distill them down to daily actions and those actions that I actually sometimes have to do in between in my break at work or I could do something in the evening or I can do something early in the morning before I go to work before the kids wake up but those tiny little daily actions, or as James Clear, our favourite author at the moment, we both read his book, mm. you know, they are atomic habits, but atomic tiny little steps, but they are part of the big, you know, overall of the overall, picture. yeah. 
And I find that that works really well for me because it just gives me bite size. And what's interesting is you said a few moments ago that mm. you failed at putting deadlines, but you really, maybe you didn't put an exact date, but you've been breaking them down into annually, monthly, weekly, yeah. daily. So yeah, you've yeah, just, yeah. You, you've set yourself deadlines in a slightly different way, but yeah. they're there. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. There. I guess, yeah, right? I've named them something else, but mm-hmm. they are, I guess, uh, they are deadlines, yeah. And it's also nice because you know how visual I am. Yeah. I like to see them and I like to, um, because I'm more of a person, I'm one of those people who, you know, would not throw away my to-do list, my ticked finish to-do list, because it gives me power to think I that know, I've done I them. I have seen your I massive know. long list of yeah. the things you've ticked off. Yeah, but it's, it's, that's my, that's my thing. But that's, that's good. That's my thing. You know, then you know your personality, you know yes, what's worked yeah, for you. That is, that's one and of the things. you're, you're mm. making use of that, which is brilliant. So yeah, so that's one of my hacks. And then, um, I don't know if there's anything else that you... Um, oh, yes, what I was going to say before you asked me to share this was, I think it was Simon Sinek who said, let me think, uh, something along the lines of, if you, if you say to somebody, if you uh, give somebody, so if they're in a room, and you say to them, just go from one end of the room to that corner there, okay, so they have a clear path, and they can see the end of the room, okay, so they can walk from one end of the room to the other, and it's easy. But if you say to the same person, go from this end to the other, to the end of the room, and as they start walking, you stick a chair in front of them, just as, a, as an analogy, they would still get to that end goal, but they might have to do a slight deviation. But what he was trying to um, you know, um, specify here, or, or to really stress, is that having the end goal is, is one of the most important things. But the means and how you get there and clearing the path or whatever may not actually be a straight trajectory. It hardly ever is. Mm-hmm. You sometimes have to do little detours and have to do little, you know, swipes to the left or the right until you get there. But you'll get there. But having it there is really the most, you know, important step to take. And I think that applies to, uh, to most people, clearing Definitely. it and having it there. Definitely. And also, yeah, yeah remembering that... <clears throat> to be fluid when you need to yeah. be and yeah. that it's great to plan mm. and to have these I think that's brilliant it's almost like setting a safety net but to also be um open to the idea that obviously they you might have to change you know, things now and then and take yeah. a detour it's been it's been a great session actually Priscilla I think it's been quite um informative and I've learned a couple of things from you today yeah I love talking about goals I yeah. can talk about them for ages I know that mm. so um as we um said as we'd mentioned before um we're going to give um the following three hacks mm-hmm. so that we can just um, round off today's okay. episode nicely yes so um, the three hacks that we've both um, discussed before were to identify your values and yeah. use them as a compass. So Identify your values, that, that would be the first thing I'd say. Mm. So after you've already set your goal and you mm-hmm. know what that is, mm-hmm. we spoke about earlier about clearing the path, hack one in achieving your goals is identify your values. Mm-hmm. A good way to try and work out what your values are because it's quite a big topic really to sit down and think god what are the most important things to me in life is to maybe think of it as as this if you could let someone have total control of your project Mm. 
mm-hmm. or to organize your diary. Okay. Right. And you, what would be the re, the five things that you would not compromise on that they had to take into consideration for you to say, okay, as long as you don't com- compromise on these five things, okay, and you make sure these five areas are met, you can you can plan my diary for the year and you know project manage this goal for me. Okay, so you'd say those five areas then become your values and then and exactly. the compass by which so, you yeah, So, yes, you, you might be in. like, as long as you make sure I'm always there for my uh, child's assembly day, mm-hmm. um, as long as you make sure I can always get to the gym at least twice a week mm. and I don't have to compromise on my sleep. Okay. And, you know, then, and then it would help you to identify your values. Okay, yeah. You don't have to do it that through that question. You might know them already. But just, yeah, or just areas where yeah. you're not prepared, prepared to compromise. Exactly. So that's a good way of, of, of bringing up your, your values. values. Yeah. Okay, so that's hack number one. Mm-hmm. Um, hack number two, which is quite close to, to my heart, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's really helped me quite a lot recently, is um, doing the personality test. Mm-hmm. And identifying the areas with which... So initially when I did it, it was all, all about identifying my leadership style. Mm-hmm. But leadership does not just apply to work, right? It no. can apply in lots of areas. Mm-hmm. Lead, leading my own self into mm-hmm. um, leadership at home, leadership within a group of friends and so mm-hmm. on. So I, um, I went to um, uh, truity.com. Mm-hmm. That's T-R-U-I-T-Y.com. And I think we also looked at 16personalities.com. Yeah, so, yeah, so the number I, 16. I've done mine on 16personalities.com. Yeah, 16 yeah. so it's friend. number 16 and then personalities.com. And both both of the um, the results are actually, and I think they're free to use. Yeah, and the yeah. results were, 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 you know, they opened my mind to certain things. And I didn't take them as absolutely word for word. Mm-hmm. But it did identify an area in, you know, in my leadership style that needed working on and I'm really happy that I did that so that's one way of identifying um what the personalities where your strengths are and your weaknesses and your style of goal setting actually really really important um Mm -hmm. to identify this style with which you want to do the goal setting do you want to do it on a piece of paper do you want to do it on a on a a spreadsheet spreadsheet do you want to do it on a Project management software, app, software, yeah, so software, absolutely. Yeah. So that's um, that's one way of doing it. So that's hack number two, and finally hack number three, which <coughs> I think is um, what you the, mentioned about the grow yeah. model, maybe. Um, and again, if this doesn't fit in with hack two, your personality, you don't have to use it. Mm-hmm. But a grow model is a really simple outline mm. for getting the ball rolling mm-hmm. on how to start formulating the plans yeah. and the actions for. A achieving your goals you mentioned it earlier but if you can expand on how each section can grow starts for g which is your goals Mm -hmm. so what is the goal that Mm -hmm. i want to achieve right um and the r is the reality Mm -hmm. what's currently in your what's the current state of affairs now how much time do you have what are the things that could get in your way and so on the O are the options that you have available and the things that you could do. Not just the options you have available now, but what could you do? Mm-hmm. And this in this area, really go mad mm. um, and list as many options as possible. And the W is the when you're going to do it and mm-hmm. that accountability that we spoke yeah. about earlier. 
So um, would, would the SMART goals um, way of setting goals, would it come in at that stage? At the, um, yeah, actually, SMART option? goals are a really um, great way of setting out your goals. So mm -hmm. SMART is specific, measurable, achievable or attainable, mm -hmm. um, realistic and mm -hmm. time management. Mm. So you could... Once you've worked through the grow module and you get to the when, mm -hmm. you could make sure that you look at a smart way yeah. of um, setting a deadline for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and in terms of accountability that we mentioned earlier, it's really good sometimes to have an accountability partner, you know? Actually physical <clears throat> person to... Um, yeah, or yeah. you could even set up an accountability group if you have three or more friends or whatever, or two, three, however big you want your group to be. Mm. You could do it on WhatsApp, have a okay. little accountability group yeah. where you say to each other, guys, for this month, this is the things I want to achieve. Mm -hmm. And having that person there is like a kick up the backside to be yeah. like, oh my yeah. God, I don't want this month to roll over and everyone in the group saying, I've done these three things that I said I was going to do and I haven't done any because I've been watching, yeah. you know, box sets on box Netflix, sets on Netflix mm. exactly. So, yeah, I, okay. I find those really useful. These are, I think, really um, three useful hacks, and, uh, and I hope some of our listeners find them useful and put them to good use, and then um, Definitely. perhaps we can um, pick up on the goal-setting theme for next month. Yes. Um, There's we'll see, so see. many different areas to this i'm sure we can make it a series <laughs> yeah well i'm sure i'm sure if there's the demand we can make it a series but thank you for all your um advice and your insight and your help and, and yours hello yeah i think it's <laughs> been really good i think it's it's good that we are finishing each other's sentences up we'll have a little bit more of um a, a discussion about the next topic and then we'll be right back thanks bye thank you bye